This is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan. Hello, and welcome back to Nolan Financial. My name is Tara Nolan from Nolan Financial. And if you would like more information about what you're going to hear during our show today, please give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242. And definitely visit us online at www.taraenolan.com. While you're at the website, you can click on the radio page and check out our past shows and subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. We're really high tech now. Awesome. (laughs) And don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions or set up a face-to-face meeting because Chris and I love education and helping people take action and get started. So during today's episode, we're going to talk about some of the things that we're all guilty of with finances, bad financial habits. But before we jump into all of that, let me check in with my awesome co-host, Tony. Tony, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Tara. Seriously, had a great week. I'm really excited. I'm feeling better. I'm finally over that six-week cold I had and uh, just doing good. How about you? What's up in your neck of the woods? Well, Tony, I'm actually kind of excited. I have started an online uh, speaking program with Lisa Nichols, and I don't know if you've ever seen her. She was actually on The Secret. She's just a really powerful speaker. Oh, yeah. And I'm hoping, Tony, that I'm going to add some nuances and more fun stuff to the radio show as we're going along. Wow, that's awesome. I think that sounds great. That's very cool. it, It was really cool, and one of the things that she talked about was whether you're speaking to one person or 10,000 people, you just really need to be um, speaking to people with intention and, and think about what are you trying to communicate. And Tony, that just kind of blew me away because, you know, you talk all day long and uh, you rarely think about what you're putting out there. And what a, what an idea that you should just be trying to, to put good things out there that help people and are adding value, not detracting from someone's life. Wow. Well, yeah, you don't want to detract. You want to add value. And I think you're always great about finding new ways to do that. And that's why you love helping people uh, with their finances and, of course, uh, thereby helping them with their lives and their retirements and living comfortably. I think it's really, really important. Uh, And we're talking about, you know, breaking some bad financial habits today. Um, And that's an interesting one. I, I think I'm good with my money. I don't make too many impulsive or unwise financial decisions. Uh, you never know. I, I, maybe I eat out, uh, eat pizza out a little too much, but uh, I suspect. <laughs> Is there such a thing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Is that even possible? Uh, but I guess like most people, if I really went through everything, I'd probably find something out there, some financial choice that might make me cringe that I've made in the past. So why don't we start with uh, you telling us about uh, some bad financial habits you've encountered during your career you've seen people make? Well, you know, Tony, it's really important that not all bad financial habits are created equally. And, you know, we're all entitled to grab lunch with our colleagues from time to time. I mean, because this is our life, right? So while we're working towards retirement and and saving for our kids' college funds and, and saving for planning weddings and doing those kind of things, 
you still want to live your life in the meantime, right? So I don't want to go all the way and rand on people and say, you know, you've got to be totally puritanical and never enjoy life because that's no fun. But it's just about, it's more about finding that balance. And I think one of the simple concepts that we should discuss right off the top is try not to spend more money than you earn. It's, (laughs) that's not a huge concept. But the thing is, Tony, with credit cards, it makes it so easy to just... Just, you know, I'll just put it on the credit card and I'll get it. You know, I'll take care of it later. Yeah. And and it's it, I mean, we all do it. And it's it's interesting if you go back and look at the history, because credit cards, this whole idea of credit started with um, companies and then it moved into the civilian market. And, you know, Tony, I can remember my grandfather, you know, a Catholic family on Long Island and, you know, nine kids. And my grandfather was just saying it sure would have been nice to have had credit cards when I was trying to raise nine kids. <laughs> because <laughs> I mean they didn't have the option of spending more than they made and right uh, but it's you know, probably better they didn't it is but it's 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 nice to have a tool right and right, like all right. tools they can be used for good or evil <laughs> that's true that's right good point and yeah so, I mean you know relying too much on credit cards it really registers with me I mean some cards can really hit you with super high interest rates it it makes that new pair of shoes or maybe a new golf club or something uh, that you've been wanting. It, it can make that 15 to 20% more expensive. I mean, if you think about it that way, uh, it sheds some new light. I mean, we should always be asking ourselves, is this really worth it? Well, and Tony, I can date myself here because when I was getting my first financial education, graduating from college, the, the lesson was just because you have checks in your checkbook doesn't mean you have money. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think kids today are yep. like checks. What are those? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I remember, yeah, I remember my mom telling me that, sitting me down and saying, "Okay, just because you have checks left in your checkbook does not mean you still have money." Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's the same concept. It's just we've uh, we've advanced the uh, technology a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So but, yeah, and it's it's it makes it tough, Tony, because you have to. You know, like to get gas for your car, you need a credit card for that. It's really hard to, to go to a gas pump and then go inside and pay in advance. And then you need to spend money on a credit card to earn some credit history. So there are good uses for credit. The challenge becomes when you just say, you know, you don't have the money, but you're just going to put it on the credit card uh, just to satisfy an emotional urge. That's when it becomes dangerous. Mm, that is dangerous. And, you know, uh, there are those out there saying cut up all your cards and uh, for some people, they need drastic measures uh, to really get out of maybe a bad cycle they've found themselves in. Um, and then uh, another, I know another bad financial habit you've mentioned before is, uh, you know, complaining about your paycheck or that you don't make more or have more. Uh, complaining about it doesn't help, does it? You know, it really doesn't. And it's it's really important not to undervalue yourself. But I, one of the things I learned, Tony, when I was, because I do lots of uh, studying because in additional financial planning, I'm a business owner, right? So I also have to learn about managing a business and, and you know, whether you own a beauty shop or a dental office or a doctor's office or you're a lawyer, in addition to what you do, you're also a business owner. And I think that one of the pieces of advice is take a bad gig until the better gig comes along. So don't waste time complaining about where you're at. Start looking for your next gig and let where, where you are support you until you find that next step up. Yeah, I think that really makes sense. Now, 
Um, we should probably let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you, Tara, uh, to talk more about this and get a plan in place uh, to help them avoid some of these bad financial habits. Well, Tony, um, Chris and I have set aside 20 complimentary appointments for the first 20 callers today because this is a, a really important topic because it's it's uh, an educational piece, Tony. And one of the things Chris and I really like to do when we sit down with people is let's just look at your habits and what you do, because sometimes through education, we can shift how you're managing your money as step one before we even say, OK, you're going to have to start investing an additional five hundred dollars a month. Step one is let's look at what you're doing and see if we can do it better. And so that's one of the things we really love about doing this education piece. So, Tony, Chris and I have set aside 20 complimentary appointments for the first 20 callers. The number is 719-210-4242. And, Tony, this is really for the people listening today that just aren't sure if their habits are good and are interested to know, hey, how can I just do things a little better? Step one. Right. And that is huge. Well, let's take a quick break here. And then when we come back, we're going to talk more about breaking those bad financial habits here on the Nolan Financial Radio Show with our host, Tara Nolan. There are 96 different months that you could file for Social Security benefits. There are over 9,000 combinations if you're married. But that's not all. There are advanced filing strategies that can also be used. By the time you factor it all in, there are over 20,000 calculations that need to be run to find the best way to file for Social Security benefits. Call our office at 719-210-4242 or visit TaraEnolan.com to request your complimentary Social Security Maximization Report from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. You'll know exactly what to do and exactly when to do it. Welcome back to Nolan Financial. My name is Tara Nolan from Nolan Financial. If you would like more information about what you're hearing on the show today, give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242 and definitely visit our website at www.taraenolan.com. While you're there, you can go to the radio page and subscribe to past shows on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. If you've ever listened to my show before, the most important thing for your financial success is education and learning what are the good questions you should be asking because it's all about you, it's your money, and you have to take some action. So what we're talking about today are breaking some of those bad financial habits that we all have. So don't feel like you're alone. You know, don't go in the closet and start beating yourself up because we all make these mistakes. And one of the first thing we talked about, Tony, it was try not to spend more than you make. Yeah, that's a big one. That's one of the biggest. And uh, so many people f- fall into that trap. And then once you do, once you get behind, it gets harder and harder to dig out. It really does, Tony. And we've all been there. And one of the biggest things that we talk about on other shows, Tony, is that's why you want to have your emergency fund. And and there's so many different things that you can do to set yourself up for success so that you don't fall back on the credit card. Because once you've fallen back on the credit card, you're, you're just starting to dig that hole. Yeah. And we want to help everybody. I mean, life will happen and it's great to have the backup, but we want to make sure that the credit card is used as a tool for emergencies, not as a, a tool to satisfy emotional stress. Yeah. Yeah. And so we've covered, you talked to pay your bills on time, uh, you know, live within your means and don't treat credit cards like free money. Um, what are some other strategies? I know uh, you've talked about how it's important to, you know, if people 
you know, fall into that feast or famine mindset. In other words, if they budget too hard and deprive themselves of everything, uh, they're never going to succeed with it, right? Well, exactly, Tony. This to me, this is just like when you you try to go cold turkey and say, I'm going to go on a diet for New Year's and I'm giving up sugar. You might do good for a week or even a couple weeks, but then you're just going to have that one day where it you just blow. You go out of control. Yeah. Or yeah. maybe that's just me, Tony. I might just be oversharing. <laughs> no, no <laughs> but, I'm pretty sure I can speak from experience uh, that uh, it's not just you. Well, and you know, the thing is, is I like this article that I was reading, Tony, because it talks about ways to break bad money habits. And this is what I love, you know, because with my Air Force experience, it's always fun like to go back and go, hey, they actually taught me some good things. And one of the things that I learned early on in the Air Force is you want to set high but achievable goals, which is realistic goals. So you don't want to just give yourself a pass, but you also don't want to say, I'm going to become a millionaire in two years. So right. you, you got to do it's, it's interesting when you do that, when you goal setting has to be realistic. And it's just interesting. There's so much uh, research that's been done. If you set a goal that your brain doesn't believe, your brain will just start working against you. So you want to set a goal, but you want to set something that um, you can imagine. So, Tony, like here's a cool thing I like to do with some of my clients is who likes a good vacation? Everybody likes everybody, a good right? Yeah. I do. Maybe it's just me. I like Hawaii. But one of the things I like to do with my clients as a just a baby step of creating the habit is let's just over the next five years, we're going to set up a small investment. And this investment is purely for five years from now, you're going to go take an awesome vacation. So, you know, you're, you're doing something for yourself. You're setting up that habit pattern of saving. And then at the end, there's going to be a reward. So it's almost like um, just like going to the gym, being good with your finances and and changing habits. You want to set up realistic goals that are repeatable and instill that little bit of discipline as you go. And so that's like a simple thing. I, I call it the travel fund. And you know, it's just like a little fun exercise, Tony, but it works, works for a lot of folks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's really good. Uh, and that's, that's good advice. Uh, so what else do you have for us? What's another uh, bad financial habit that you've seen out there and, and how do we fix it? Well, Tony, obviously moderation. And, you know, for anyone out there that's done any kind of statistics class, say that word three times fast. Um, <laughs> you're familiar with the bell curve, right? You know, it just goes up and then it goes down. And we just a simple concept is you kind of want to be in the middle. When you get on either end of that bell curve, you're getting into the outlier areas. And that's kind of the goal is, is moderation is always the best way. Because, you know, you, you got to go out and, and get yourself a coffee or go out to eat and do something fun. But you just want to make sure that, like, that's not what you do every single day. And, and so finding that balance is, is kind of the key. And so the best way to do that, Tony, is that you've, you need to, to track. And, and I do this. I used to do it a lot when my budget was tighter. I mean, down to the penny every month. But even now, Tony, I'll sit down quarterly and I have a spreadsheet and we'll, Chris and I will go through and look at our credit card and go, you know, how much, how much are we really going out to eat? Or how much are we doing things? And um, it helps us, Tony, because what one thing we notice is when we go out to eat a lot, we start gaining weight. Right. <laughs> yeah, so that's I'm like, true. Oh, I'm getting fat. I must be spending too much money. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, that's 
that's a good way to look at it. And I've fallen fallen guilty of that. You know, I've fallen victim to that one, I should say. Uh, We do need to take another quick break here. Uh, Before we take this break, I know that you have something you want to add for our listeners today, right? Well, yeah, Tony, this this is probably the thing Chris and I enjoy doing the most is helping people create that plan. And it really comes back to setting that clear intention about where, what am I trying to do with my money? Where am I trying to get to? Because you have to see, okay, here's where I am today. Here's where I want to be. How do I get there? And it can be as, as simple as, you know, here is the, the, the budget I have to work with today. And here's my plan of action to start making more money or making different decisions. But it all comes down to that, Tony. So Chris and I have set aside 20 complimentary appointments for the people who are going, you know what? I really want to take control of my finances and not just be at the mercy and then stressed out because I have all this credit card debt and I don't know what to do about it. So, Tony, the number is 719-210-4242. And, Tony, we're really talking about the people who want to know how much is enough and how do I get to be in control of my money versus letting my money control me. And so, Tony, that number is 719-210-4242 for those people who finally feel like they're ready to take some action today. Do you ever feel like you need a retirement toolkit to help navigate your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Toolkit from Tara Nolan Advisory Services right now by going to TaraEnolan.com or by calling us at 719-210-4242. And welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Nolan Financial. And if you have a question that's popping up that we're not getting to, please give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242. And definitely visit us online at www.TaraEnolan.com. You can click on the radio page and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify because it's all about education. And, you know, every week we have a different educational topic. So definitely take advantage of that. Today, what we're talking about are breaking some of those bad financial habits. And what is so important is we all have these habits. And if you don't, pat yourself on the back because most of us do. Yeah. Oh, we, <laughs> we, we, all, we all do. We all do. And you talked about a number of things already. Uh, like don't treat credit cards like free money and live within your means. Don't spend more than you make. That's a big one. And and the only way you're going to know whether you're spending more than you make is by looking at your, you know, creating a budget or, you know, talking about it. Communication's good. Well, so what do we do next? You've talked about some bad financial habits. Uh, What else do you want to discuss today, Tara? Well, you know, I really think it's always important to, uh, when you start labeling yourself good versus bad, it, that sets up a whole uh, dynamic in your head that makes it almost like a, it causes paralysis. Yep. You're like, oh, I'm bad and I make bad decisions. And then inevitably that leads to just going and buying yourself something. I can say in my family, Tony, I've got several members of my family that are secret shoppers online and Amazon has just supported that. I think one of my uh, brothers talked about they had reached a situation. He's like, you know, Amazon is visiting my house every single day. I don't think Ooh. that's a good thing. No, that's terrible. <laughs> but it's 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 they make it easy. One click shopping. And uh, so I think it just really comes back to um, creating good habits for success. And it, it's it's interesting, Tony. I think 
because it, it's in all facets of your life. You know, we're talking about the finance, but the finance touches, you know, your communication skills with your your partner and your, your husband or your wife and your, your kids and the people that you work with and setting up habits with a little discipline to repeat things. That's that's the same thing you do with your fitness program. So there's just so many um I guess the visual I have in my head, Tony, is we kind of like in our head, like to digitally go, well, this is my finance. This is my fun. This is my other thing. But our life is more like a web and all these things kind of come together. And what's nice, though, is when you start creating good habits in any area of your life, you kind of get that positive spillover into the other parts of your life. Yeah. So let's talk about some of the good financial habits that you need for financial success. Uh, Let's uh, look on the more positive side. Uh, what's a good financial habit? Well, the, I think this is a basic one. Back in that same educational class I had when they said, just because you have checks in your checkbook doesn't mean you have money. <laughs> yeah. they, <laughs> that still makes me giggle. Yeah. The, uh, the other thing was pay yourself first. Did you Were, were you taught that when you were younger? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pay yourself first. Yep. And, and that is like the best advice that's out there is, um, and it, and I always like to talk with people, Tony, like in terms of a percentage versus a dollar amount, but it's kind of, it's almost like you're playing these little mental games with yourself to go, whatever's going to work for you. And so for a lot of people, I like to say, invest 10 cents of every paycheck. So if you have a dollar, you're going to invest 10 cents. And I like that number, Tony, because it's pretty simple. It's easy. So every time you get a raise or anytime you get unexpected money, just take 10% and throw it into your emergency fund. And if you just make that habit, it goes into your emergency fund. And honestly, Tony, right, it's your emergency fund. So if you need it, you'll have access to it. But once you get into that habit, it's just kind of interesting how you tend to let that grow and you leave that money alone. And so that's a great way to start. But probably the easiest thing right now, Tony, for most people is if you have a job, there's a 401k, right? Right. Or a 403b or whatever plan, but your company is going to have some kind of a retirement plan, right? Yep. Typically. Yeah. And so this is easiest is you can invest in that and it comes right out of your paycheck and they do it for you. So you never get the money. So that's almost for most of us, Tony, that's the easiest way to invest is don't let me see the money. (laughs) Right. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) If you never see it, never touch it, it really helps save it. And I like this idea when you're thinking about money, Tony, I think your money you work hard, you go to a job, you know, eight or nine hours a day and you commute and you do all that. Your money should also have a job. Yeah. And for sure. that is really what your 401k or your retirement account is, is you're putting your money to work investing. And this is where time is your best friend because you have that compounding interest over time and your money should have a job too. Yeah. Yeah. You got to make your money, put your money to work or make your money work for you. You hear these things, uh, but it really is a great point, Tara. I mean, uh, yeah, make sure your money's working for you and put it to work. Uh, you know, each dollar, what's it doing? What's that dollar doing for me? What's that dollar? And I think if you start looking at it that way, it's very, very helpful. Um, and then, uh, you know, another uh, good financial habit to get into is paying down debt, right? That's good. Oh, yeah, definitely. You always want to have a plan to pay down debt. And here's what I talk with people about debt, because debt is highly stressful. And so one of the first things is you have to uncover how did you get there? Right. Because there's different ways that people get into debt, because if you had an unexpected 
emergency, you broke your ankle, and then you had all these surgery bills, that's a different way to get into debt versus that like slow accumulation because you've been shopping right. more than you should have. <laughs> right. And and so they're like two totally different problems to solve. And getting out of debt, Tony, it's not about beating yourself up and being stressed out all the time. It's about creating a plan to get out of debt. And so, but the first thing you have to do is figure out what caused you to get there. Because if you had like a one-time event, you know, your car blew up and you had to go buy a new car because you need a way to get to work or that, that's a one-off kind of a situation. You didn't create it, life just happened. And then you set yourself up on a payment plan and, and take care of that. But if you all of a sudden realize, and I, this happened, Tony, one of my clients, he retired and, and he was financially okay, but we had our first review six months after he retired. Then Tony, this guy had never had credit card debt in his life. He had $22,000 of credit card debt Oh, in six months. And I said, what has been happening? He's like, well, it's my wife. She's just been spending money. I said, okay, well, why don't you bring your statements in and we'll have a look. And, and here's what I saw, Tony. Home Depot, Home Depot, Lowe's, oh, Lowe's, oh, Home oh. Depot. Yeah, yeah. And I said, I see an awful lot of power tools on this list. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I said, uh, have you built yourself anything? Do you have a nice chair or bench? Well, no. And and, oh. and we actually went and looked in his garage, Tony. He had all these power tools. They were still wrapped in plastic. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and, and I said, okay. So first of all, I don't think it's your wife that was causing this situation. Right. And... But it's that struggle, Tony, right? For people, especially my engineers that I have that retire, they're so used to being mentally engaged and solving problems. And and it's a huge struggle to retire and they don't know what to do with themselves. Yeah, that's true and, for a lot of people, I think. And the thing is, is in his head, he was creating and, you know, designing all these things. He was going to build this great fence for his dogs and he was going to do all this. So he just needed these tools to 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 support the vision and the planning he was doing in his head. So it's always interesting, like, cause you have to get to the source. So we were able to correct that situation, but I was glad that we had done a review after six months and hadn't wait, waited a full year. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's probably a good thing, isn't it? The garage may have filled up, so it may have become apparent, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it, this, it's always about, I love, this is why I, I always talk about planning, Tony, because step one though, you have to figure out what are you trying to solve? What is our problem that we're trying to solve? Because you can't make a plan until you know what you're trying to fix. Ah, I like that one. Yeah, you have to you have to identify the problem first and then look for the solution, right? Exactly. And then that's like the, the best thing about paying off debt. So regardless whether or not you're a secret shopper or something happened, either way, once you figured it out, <clears throat> then you make your plan. And yeah. then and then you, you just execute the plan and then you put it away. And the key then is that you don't spend a lot of energy obsessing or stressing or worrying about it. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'll tell you what, Tara, we're out of time for today's show. It flew by. Is there anything else you want to add for our listeners before we go? I would just say bottom line for today's show, if you are one of those people out there that are, you're living paycheck to paycheck and you're doing okay, but you know that you're not really preparing for the future, you don't have that emergency fund, you don't have that plan, especially those people who are like, well, I'm going to wait until I, you know, I get a better job, I'm making more money, then I'll get started. You're the one who needs to come sit down and let's make a plan now because Tony, it just reduces your stress so much. I just, I can't even, it's just nice when you know and get to be in control of what's happening. So Tony, Chris and I have set aside 20 complimentary appointments for the first 20 callers. The number is 719-210-4242. 
for those listening that are ready to get started and take control of their financial situation, give us a call. Join us soon for another episode of Nolan Financial. Take care and we'll talk with you next time. Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit the website at TaraEnolan.com. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.